وماي فادر ان ماي تيشر ابونا متياس عشان هو بيديني البركه دي ان انا اكون وسطكم صلوا لي اذكرني ابي حللني. Today I'll speak about the life and spirit of service from the life of St. Mary and we'll conclude by thinking about uh, the life of suffering for those people who serve God can call it suffering or carrying the cross or the virtue of Fadilat al just in few minutes uh, talking about the spirit of service from uh, the life and the biography of St. Mary St. Mary started uh, servicing or the, her service from a very, very young age. I don't know. She was almost uh, all of her life was serving God. So the servant, her, sometimes we say second nature. It's, uh, probably it is her first nature, is to serve. It's not her second nature. It was her first nature and watch. She did all of her life is to serve the others. She was almost born in the church. So all what she had done and what she used to do is to serve God. So the service became an essential part like implanted in her, in her personality, in her life, in her system. She became a servant from very, very, very young age, in her childhood actually. And a servant, one of the most important things for the servant is to put the other's priority before his or his her priority. And that was her intention. Her priority is always is to serve the others and what is good for the others, not what is good for me. So her first priority is to you can say it's to clean after the people, to clean the temple, and mind that at that time uh, the woman has very limited service in the church, or call it in the temple, very, very limited. And it's like cleaning and helping and those things is not like a very respectful service like, you know, people who sing like a deacon or like a, Sunday school or something like that. No, it was very, very little than that. It was always uh, directed towards uh, cleaning after the people, cleaning the place where they used to, to give the sacrifices and those things. And they, they used to be even outside the temple, not inside like uh, the priest or deacon at that time, something like that. So that's her nature. And she was very much accepting that. It is difference between somebody who has been forced to do a, a service or some job where he or she considered that this is like an entry job. Like if I do, if I am a new immigrant, I say that I will work, stay with the minimum wage for a cleaning company for a few years until, you know, I get my degree or I enhance my English, then I will check my career, then I will uh, study English, I will uh, do the equivalency of my research, but I think, no. For her, that's what she knows, 
what he continued to work and to do, life of service. We never heard that she was unhappy or think that uh, uh, when I will get promoted or I will change that or uh, what's my, uh, say, uh, career or uh, what I will do when I grow up. We never heard or even think that she was thinking that way, although that any girl in her age from women they know that very well a girl, you know any a very young girl, you ask her what do you want, she wants to give her like a doll or something like this because she wants to experience or experiment the motherhood she definitely had those feelings but she definitely also had she, she's a natural person she's a very normal person Saint Mary is human like us, so she had everything like us, all the feelings, all the needs, all the emotions like us. So, did she have dreams to get married or to, you know what, I'm going to dedicate my life completely, completely to God and doing that, it means that she has a very high spiritual level that she was experiencing uh, the power and the energy of love between here and God to the extent that she wants to continue her life as dedicated servant to the Lord even with this very low class service of cleaning after the sheep, of cleaning after the people, of uh, calming the people, taking care of the kids, whatever. So her priority or highest priority was to serve the others in what God allowed her to serve. We hear many times about servants being graduated from, say, prepare to serve class. And after they get uh, graduated, so they think that uh, the first year I'm going to, say, serve preschool, then the second year maybe grade one and two, then after a few years I will serve, say, high school. This is wrong mentality, by the way. By the way, serving the younger, age is much more difficult, much more important than serving uh, the higher classes. But she never thought about being promoted in her service. We never even heard about that. She was not looking for any promotion. That means that the blessings that she felt and she used to have from serving the people, not by the word, she was not a preacher. She was not a Sunday school servant. Only cleaning. Only cleaning after the people. But it looks like the blessings that she used to get from that filled her heart to the extent that she wants only to be in the house of God. It's a very high level of spirituality that, you know what, we dream to reach that level that while serving God's people I have a connection with God and I have grace from God that I want to continue what I'm doing, what I'm experiencing the rest of my life. St. Mary, after the Annunciation, and that's, that will continue about the life and the spirit of a servant, after the angel appeared to her in a young age, very young age. 
And the angel appeared to her, he told her two things, that she is pregnant, and another lady, Elizabeth, is in her old age, is pregnant, also like her, a nature of a servant, that she has to put always the others and the others' need before her need. Right away, in a very young age, and we all know, especially women, they know, for a very young girl to be pregnant, how tough is the pregnancy for a very, the first pregnancy for a very young girl, and the risks associated with that pregnancy, and the risks associated with climbing the mountains, in just the, probably the first hours or the first days of her pregnancy, women they know, and probably physicians they know very well, the risks associated with a young age and that age of being pregnant and climbing the mountains, walking all the way to Elizabeth and all what in her heart I have to help. Elizabeth in her pregnancy while she is that old. We don't know how long it took from here, but it looks like once the angel told her, she took a decision, I'm going now. I'm going now. Mind also that somebody in her position might be tempted to say that, you know what, I have to take care of the tape, the child in my womb, I have to take very well care of him, he is my God, you know what, I have to rest, and I have to give him the respect, I have to give him the full care because he is God. I think she didn't even think about that. Her nature, what I call it her first nature, is to help, and probably that what made her uh, Saint Mary, that when I put the other's priority before my priority, God will take care. God will take care of all my needs. I do this to the others, and the God will take care of me. They always say to all the servants that you take care of God's children, and God will take care of your children. And this was her nature, her first nature, she went, climbed the mountains, and definitely in very early pregnancy that she suffered a lot while going into that road, climbing the mountains. I don't know, um, ladies and uh, physicians, they know more than us, because St. Mary has exactly the same nature like us. St. Mary, uh, in her nature, uh, the human nature, by no means that she is different than us. The only difference, the only difference in her pregnancy, that it was from the Holy Spirit. But how long the pregnancy lasted? Nine months, like exactly what happened to any lady. So her needs, her sufferings, everything is like any normal lady and God took care of her pregnancy because she was 
going to serve God's uh, children. She was going to serve God's uh, flock or God's people in the form of anybody who is in need. When Elizabeth, when Elizabeth heard the greeting of Saint Mary, that the babe leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. Saint Mary was carrying our Lord Jesus Christ with her to all the people whom she serves. When we serve the others, do we carry our Lord Jesus Christ to the others? And the blessing that goes to the people is from the Lord who is inside us. She went carrying the Lord to the others, preaching the word of God, not by talking, but by the fruits of the word of God who is in her womb. Do we do similar things to that? That when I preach the word of God, I preach the word of God as a fruit coming from the word of God inside me, do I carry the Lord Jesus Christ to the others even without talking? That's what you. And similarly, like Saint Mary, when she carried the Lord Jesus Christ to Elizabeth, the church is carrying our Lord Jesus Christ to all of us. The church is giving us the Lord Jesus Christ, the Word, the Word, the Logos, to all of us exactly like the same way that St. Mary carried our Lord Jesus Christ to Elizabeth and to whoever she dealt with. St. Mary, because of her first nature as a servant, when she went to St. Elizabeth, how she helped him, how she helped her, she only knows one thing. Her skills is fully in what? In cleaning, in helping. This is what she knows. And she is very, very young. When she went, the mother of God, when she went to serve St. Elizabeth, all what she was doing is to clean for her, cook for her, help her as a maid servant, not only to the Lord, but also to those people, to, to the children of the Lord. So I am made servant to God, and I am made servant to God's people because they are the children of my Lord, of my Master. And this is all what she was doing. That she went to there not to congratulate her, is to serve her. Is to serve her as like a slave, like a servant, like somebody who is doing... You know what? Many of us, especially here, uh, that if uh, a young couple, is uh, the, the lady is getting pregnant, then she prepares a visa for her mom to come and help her during her pregnancy. St. Mary was doing exactly the same thing for the old woman who was being pregnant in her old age. The more we grow spirituality in a spiritual way, uh, Pope Paul is always 
you always say that in the church the promotion in the church doesn't mean that if somebody is being promoted say from uh, in the priesthood from a specific rank to another rank it doesn't mean that he gets say uh, uh, a good raise or uh, he rests more or he becomes a boss he says that promotion in the church is to serve more promotion in the church is to give more not to take more and that's what St. Mary she has been promoted to be the mother of God me as a mother of God I will serve more and more and more I used to be a humble person now I am even a maid servant I am more humbled I am, you know what? Uh, in the church the higher I become the more I do that's why the disciples in the great first day when they started to think who is the best then our Lord gave them the lesson by doing what? by the lesson of what? washing the feet this is what St. Mary did I am the mother of God I will go and wash the feet I will go and wash not even the feet I will wash everything in the house of St. Elizabeth that's how the church works the higher I become the more service I do uh, the more uh, people that I serve I become by the feet of those people whom I serve do you have that mentality? Do we have that mentality between the husband and the wife? I am the boss. I am the boss of the house. Me being the boss of the house means that I have to serve more. Me being the boss or the head of the church or the head of the house, it means that I have to be by the feet of all the members of this church the church in my house to my husband to my wife to my kids being the boss means I have to be by their feet I have to serve them more and more and more that's the mentality of who is the boss who is the leader who is leading the church the leader in the church is the most serving uh, person the person who is by the feet of the others imagine that somebody like these days thinks that uh, you know what I am say the head of the service I am the coordinator I am the general coordinator of say Sunday school and say Portados is, is coming to, to visit us first thing that will come in my mind I am the person who will do presentation for him I am the person who is going to meet him at the airport I am the person who is going to be next to him wherever he goes I am the person who is going to be, you know what uh, uh, replying to anything that he asks for I will sit, you know what, next to him that's what will come into our mind but in the church the higher I become 
I, the, the more I become by the feet of all the people whom I serve. That's the mentality of St. Mary. Can you imagine at that time if I am there, I would say that, you know what, you don't know you are talking to whom? You are talking to the Mother of God. You pay respect not to me as Mary. You pay respect to God who is in my womb. She never does that. She never did that. You know what? You know what? I don't care you give respect to me or not to me or to whom. You know what? I'm going to serve you. I'm going to be by your feet regardless of where I am, what I do, and wherever you put me. Because I am the servant, I will be the last. You know what? I am preparing, say, uh, a sitting, uh, sitting benches or something like sitting in a banquet. I will put the servant at the back and the people whom I serve in the front. I remember that when I was very young, I was in high school, I saw this by my eyes. We used to go to Egypt, Alexandria for a week during, uh, uh, during the summer. So it's like convention of those things. This is like maybe 45 years back, or no, not more than 45 years back, maybe about 50 years back, something like that. And I saw my Sunday school teacher, when we go for a week to Alexandria, he does everything, including cleaning the washrooms after us. I never forget that. So he is my Sunday school teacher, and they cleans after all of us. We used to go like three servants and twelve kids in probably grade seven or eight, something, in, in middle school. So I saw this by my eye, that he is the servant that we always love and obey, but he does everything, cooking, buying stuff, and cleaning the washrooms after us. And that made a huge impact on the principle of serving the others in my mind. That if I want to be a servant, I need to clean the washroom after the kids whom I serve. That was St. Mary. Uh, St. Mary also when she met Elizabeth, the life of a servant plus giving service, it was a life of prayer, life of uh, praises and prayers. And I don't think that we will ever find a nice praise more or beautiful, more beautiful than St. Mary praise uh, in, the, in the Gospel of St. Luke. So, she was a servant, she was a cleaner, you know what, I consider it like a janitor, she was a janitor, and while she was a janitor, she was praying and praising God with the most precious, spiritual, deep uh, praises. What a combination. You know that whoever is working in any uh, company and we used to, to work and we find janitors around us 
and they always that he or she is a janitor, don't worry about him or her. We used to do the work and janitors used to go around and clean the washrooms by turns and they hang specific sheets that this washroom is being cleaned that time, that time, that time, like what we see in the airports. How I consider, how I look into those uh, janitors. Do I respect them? One of those janitors was Saint Mary. And the praises for the praise that came out of her heart was the best ever praise that we heard of in the, in the Bible on the Gospel of Saint Luke, the praises of Saint of Saint Mary. Uh, that's the life of a servant, that the fruit of his or her prayers will come and will not will fill everybody around him or around here. You know what? Saint Mary was full of joy once the angel came to her and announced that to her that she will carry uh, God the Lord. Definitely, she was extremely happy. What was the signs of her happiness? Or what was the signs of her celebration? Nowadays, when somebody gets a very high rank or very high mark, when somebody wants to arrange for uh, a banquet for a wedding, what is the type of celebration that we used to celebrate and thank God for a great achievement that we have? How we celebrate our successes? How we celebrate uh, a joyful event in our life? St. Mary, the servant, celebrated that by serving God. Many people, when they receive something which is very good, right away they go to the church and they ask Abuna, Abuna, while you are praying the liturgy, will you thank God? Because what we have, what He had, what He had done for us, how many of us we do that? How many of us, after doing a great achievement, the way we celebrate, we celebrate by praising God. I don't want to talk about the other way of celebration in the weddings or whatever, or in say uh, uh, getting high marks or high achievements in schools or whatever. But Saint Mary way of celebration, I will go and serve. I will go and take more blessings in serving God because I am happy. And you know what? The only source of my happiness is to give. It's more blessed to give than to receive. Saint Mary, when she went to Saint Elizabeth, because she was full of joy and peace, with the word of God, that the fruit of her womb came upon Saint Saint Elizabeth, like what we said, that we carry our the fruits of the word was inside us to every everybody around us. So her joy, her peace, uh, her great inside inner values was not was appearing to everybody outside and was you know what 
overflow. You know the overflow? She was overflowing everybody around here with the blessings of uh, and the, of the force of her, or of the inner, or what she was carrying. It's the best way to celebrate is to offer the thanksgiving prayers and to offer an offering to thank God. Not only to ask God to help us in what we are facing or the exams or to give us like what uh, a good chance in the interview or to give me, you know, what, uh, whatever in the interview at work, at school, whatever, but also after, after any great success, I have to thank God by serving Him more and more. What a difference between, what difference by the way, between uh, praying, between praying and praising. We call it St. Mary Praise. We don't say St. Mary Praise. Because people who focus on the praises, the tasbaha, you know what big difference between tasbaha, between praises and the prayers. Prayers are focusing more on asking God for something. Even asking God, you know what, teach me how to repent. Asking God to give me a specific grace. Teach me God, help me to repent. But praises is by, uh, praises is higher than that, because it's not only by asking God for a specific praise, a specific gift, even, even materialistic thing, it's, you know what, like, you know, telling God, you are nice, you are lovely, you did this to me, you did this to me, you did this to me. You know, you know what, like, two people whom they love each other, like a bride and groom, in, in the intimate, like, moments, what they say, I love you because you are nice. Because you did that to me, you did that to me, you did that to me. You know what, I love you because you are kind. I love you because whenever I need you, you are always beside me. I love you because you saved me from so and so and so and so. I love you because, you know what, you protected me from so and so and so. That's the praise. So the praise is not to contemplate on uh, something that I want you to do this for me. No, I thank you because you did that to me. You did that to me. You did that to me. That's the high that's the higher level of spirituality that I start to praise God and that's what St. Mary doing. In all what she used to do, in all what she used to do, one thing never, never departed from her heart. The humility, the humbleness. So she does everything with humbleness. So when she went to St. Elizabeth, she didn't tell her, you know what, I also uh, received uh, a message from the angel telling me so and so and so. She was not bragging about that. You know what, but God, with the Holy Spirit, told Saint Elizabeth that this girl who is visiting you, she is carrying the Lord. And that the Lord will bless, or actually the Lord blessed the baby or blessed St. John when he was in St. Elizabeth's womb and she realized that by the Holy Spirit. Uh, 
So whether in service or in praising, she used to do everything with humbleness and humility. Do we do that? Do we do that? We serve everybody and in our hearts we are so humbled and we know that we are nothing. When I become higher in rank, do I say in my heart, I am a meat servant to the Lord? I will conclude by... Okay, I'll, I'll do this in Arabic. Okay, sorry, I couldn't English. Uh, I'll conclude with the virtue of Fadila al-Ahtamir. ساعات كثيرة قوي نيجي نقف نقف تجارب صعبة أو ظروف صعبة أو صديقات وده جماعة حتى قدسين وقلنا رب ليه رب ليه رب ما أنا أعد معك طول عمري وعمري ما إن أنا ما سمعتش كلامك ليه رب بتسمح مثلا لحد زلمي ليه رب بتسمح إن أنا أتظلم في الشغل ليه بتسمح إن الناس تأخذ شغلي وتعبي ليه بتسمح إن أنا أطرد من شغلي وأبقى تعبان مثلا فاينانشي ليه بتسمح يا رب بالظلم علي كثير بيجنا كده وجماعة حتى لو واحد بينه بالربنا قال الكلام ده بينه بالربنا there's nothing wrong بس المهم أرجع على طول وأقول إيه نوت حكمتك يا رب ما أبعد أحكامك عن الفحص وطرقك عن الفحص ساعات وإحنا بنقرأ حتى بعض المزامير أنا عارف إن المزمور بتاع لماذا يا رب تركتني ده نبوة كبير نوعك دوت عن المسيح بتتقال حتى في, في أسبوع الألام لكن حتى لو أنا خدتها لترجي بالورد كده هو أنا ما عرفش دوت كان بيقولها هو بيفكر في إيه بزرط بس ولاحظ يقول إيه لماذا يا رب تركتني إذ ناسم رونك بس بعديها على طول أقوليه بس أنا عارف أن أنت بتحبني أنا عارف أن أنت عمرك ما سبتني بولس الرسول بولس الرسول كان تعبان وقعد يطلب من ربنا بيقول له يا رب ده عشان الخدمة أنا تعبان أنا عندي ضيقة وعندي شوكة في الجسد يقول له بس أنا عارف كده هو تكفيك نعمتي لأن قوتي في الضعف تكمن يعني أنا رب مش لو أنت خلتني أبقى صحتي كويسة كده هخدمك أحسن يقول له مش أنت ما تفهم لأن أنت بتخدمني مش بقوتك أنت بتخدمت بالنعمة بتاعتي لأن قوتي في الضعف تكمن يبقى معناها هل بولس الرسول كان مثلا مش حاسس بالألم بتاع الشوكة في الجسد لو ما كانش يبحسس بالألم ما كانش طلب بالربا يطلب منه ليه حاجة ظاهرية لكن طالما أنه هو طلب منه يبقى هو كان سفرينج بس مع السفرينج في احتمال مع السفرينج في احتمال لو احنا فكرنا بقى في قدام ربنا والاحتمال تعالوا نفكر كده في دقيقتين ثلاثة فضيلة الاحتمال عند السبت العطر من ساعة معنيها فتحت على الدنيا أو معنيها فتحت على الدنيا اتيتمت تعرفين لما حد هنا بيروح مثلا أو في أي مكان يروح ياخد طفل من ملجأ علشان يتيم عشان هو مثلا ما بيخلفش وعايز يتيم في موقد نفسي ساعات ويفضلوا ويشتغلوا سنين كثيرة عشان بس يخلوهم نيوترال عشان يعني يشيلوا منهم 
الألم أو أنهم فقدوا الأب والأم هل ترى وهي بتشوف الناس جايين الهيكل عيال صغيرة ومعها لعاب ولا معها عروسة ولا معها أمها وأبوها وبيجروا ولعبوا وهي كل اللي بتعمله قاعدة تنظف ورا دول ما كانتش بتقول كده في نفسها ليه يا رب سمحت إن أنا أعيش العيشة دي وفي ناس قاعدة مع ماما وقاعدة مع بابا وقاعدة ببيت حلو وبتلعب وبتدلع وبتتنطط ده أول سفرنج السفرنج ده قعد قد إيه؟ سنين وسنين وسنين لحد ما كبرت شوية وبقت فتاة وما كانش مسموح لها إن هي تكمل في الهيكل رغم إن هي مبسوطة طب بعد كده طب يا رب ما تدبرليش كده عريس يعني حلم بتاع اي بنت ان يجيلها واحد كده هو غني او وظيفته حلوه او واحد محترم عشان تتكره بيه لا احنا هنديكي الراجل عجوز تخيل واحده في السن ده 12 13 14 سنه ويروح قايل لها احنا هنسلمك لراجل عجوز وتروحي تقعدي عندي في البيت تتكره بيه بقيت حياتك طب هي ما فكرتش طب الراجل ده بعد ما يموت هيحصل لي ايه؟ طب هيقولوا عليا ايه؟ طب انا مع الراجل ده هيقولوا ايه البنت دي يعني اللي بيستروها دي يعني يعني بخدمها عبده يعني هي العبوديه ابتدت تاني يعني انت يا رب بيبيعوني عبده لراجل عجوز طب انا هروح اعمل ايه عند الراجل ده؟ ده مش سفرنج وده مش ممكن الشيطان يكون خلاها تفكر بالطريقه دي اكيد اكيد الشيطان هو هو زي ما ربنا هو هو امس واليوم والى الابد الشيطان هو هو برضه يبقى اكيد كان في افكار بدماغها دماغها والشيطان بيحاربها بالافكار دي احتملت الفقر طب يا رب ده انا بخدمك طول حياتي ده انا من ساعه ما يعني وقعت على الدنيا ما بعملش حاجه الا بخدمك وما باخدش فلوس ما تقالش ان هي كانوا بيحوشوا لها فلوس. طب يا رب بعد الخدمه دي كلها ده انا لو بخدم واحد غني كان اداني مكافاه ما خدمه على امانتي في الاخر توديني سوري في تعبير خدامه عند راجل عجوز. حياه الفقر او صليب الفقر ما سمعناش ان هي رفضت ولا حاجه راحت عند الراجل وما قالتش حاجه وسكنت عنده. طب علشان نفطرها هنقول ان هي هيتجوزها ويخطبها بقى البنت اللي قد كده هو يخطبوني الواحد قد كده هو يخطبها ايه زي كده هو خطوبه وكان بكتاب وبعد شويه صغيره انا هبقى مرات الراجل ده اسالوا اي واحده صغيره في السن ده هل ما تحربتش بالافكار دي انوات هي في حياتها من ساعه ما اتولدت بيت ربنا ربنا اللي بيعولها يا رب يا رب انا مسلمه امري ليك طيب وبعد كده هوت لما يوسف النجار يعرف انها حامل طب هيقول عليك ايه؟ وده فعلا يوسف الرضاء النجار ايه اراد تخليتها سرا طب يا رب ادافع عن نفسي طب اذا كنت انت انا حامل منك انت نوت انا هسكت الرب يدافع عنكم وانتم تصمتون. انا ساكته يا رب وانت اللي سمحت بكده انت اللي تتصرف حتى مع يوسف النجار وانت اللي ترشده. وفعلا عمل الرب اقوى اقوى واحكم 
من طريقتنا في الدفاع عن نفسنا طيب دي عدت وانا شايله ربنا وانا شايله كده هوت طب يا رب تسمح ان هيرودس عايز يموت الولد اللي هو انت لا ينوت احنا هنهرب وهنروح على مصر يا رب ده انا شايله ده شلك جوه عايزني اتعب واسافر المسافه دي كلها واتحمل ده كله واروح مصر طب يا رب ما في طريقه اسهل من كده ده انت جيش ملائكه تجيبه ده انت يعمه ما يعرفوش ان احنا مبين فاينوت وذا انا امت الرب زي التسبيحه بتاعتها وذا انا امت الرب ليكن لي قولا ده مستفرنج مش احتمال طب يا رب هو الخدام بتاعك والخادم انت بتدوس عليه كده ليه انت بتدوس عليه كده ليه يا رب بتسمح ليه ان الخادم بتاعك يتعب ما ابعد احكامك عن الفحص وطلبك عن الاستقصاء طب بعد كده رحنا مصر وما نعرفش اللغه وقاعدين نتلطم احنا ما عدناش مكان في مصر تخيلوا بقى قعدت في مصر مش في مصر كلها يعني واحد زي كده اهوت عارفين عارفين في الجيش يقول لك ده كعب داير ماشيينه في كل حته ماشيينها في مصر وفي كل حاجه من الشمال للجنوب برضه هو ده انا امت الرب طب وبعد كده هوت خلاص يظهر ملاك الرب هترجع بس يموت انت مش هترجع للمدينه بتاعتك يا رب انا ما اعرفش حاجه هترجعوا تاني والتعب ده كله هترجعوا المدينه تانيه يا رب انا اعيش ايه؟ ما هو انا غريب ما عايش الغربه لكن حياه الغربه بتاعت الخادم دي جزء منه عايش وانا حاسس ان احنا غربه عن العالم انا سمع كلامك هحتمل وهروح وهعمل ده كله العجيبه لو تفتكروا السنكسار بتاع الجمعه اللي قبل ده فاتت دقيقتين بس وخلص الجمعه اللي قبل فاتت كان السنكسار بتاع نياحه يوسف النجار طيب انا مسطوره مع القديس يوسف ده وكان حنين عليا ويبدو ان هي كانت بتحبه جدا نبص نلاقي ان يونج ايج احنا مش معروف بالظبط على فكره هو مات والمسيح كان قد ايه بس هو ديفنتلي انتقل قبل الخدمه بتاعت المسيح لانه بعد كده هو طول الخدمه بتاعت المسيح ما سمعناش خالص عن يوسف النجار في الكتاب. فهو في السنكسار كان بيقول ان هو انتقل سنه سته ميلاديه انا مش متاكد الكلام ده دقيق قد ايه لان هو المسيح وهو فيري فيري يونج وكان تحت الهيكل وبتقول له هو ده ابوك وامك نحن محتارين ومتعذبين فانا مش 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 عارف مش متاكد بالظبط لما يوسف النجار مات كان المسيح عنده قد ايه بس تفتت لي ان هو كان صغير يبقى بعد كده تتلطم تاني وحتى الراجل اللي انا رضيت بيه ان هو يحن عليا ويكون زي الاب ليا ولابني يرجع تاني يموت وابتدي تاني اعيش انا اتيتمت ابتدي فلان يعيش متلطمه احنا ما نعرفش بقى الوقت ده اللي من ساعة ما يوسف النجار مات لأنه احنا عارفين ان المسيح كان اشتغل شوية نجار مع أبو يوسف النجار. احنا ما نعرفش الفترة دي كانت قد إيه والإنجيل ما ذكر لناش كتير عنها. بس ديفنتلي دي كانت فيها فترة معاناة وفترة كفاح لأم بتربي ابنها ما ننساش يا جماعة إن المسيح كامل النسوت وكامل اللاهوت. يبقى المسيح كان بيحتاج رعاية؟ يس. شابهنا في كل شيء ما خلى الخطيه وحدها 
مدرمة تقول له الواضع أبوك وأمك إيه تعذبين وبيخافوا عليه وبيرشدوه وبيسمع كلام أبو أمه يبقى كمان آست فعب التربية وعب إن هي لوحدها ونعرفش بالضبط كانت عايشة مع مين عمك ليهم قرايب لكن ما عرفش بالضبط كانت عايشة مع مين لأن لو ليهم قرايب قريبين ما كانوش ادوها ليوسف ما كانوش ادوها ليوسف لكن دفنزي دي كمان كانت لحظة فترة معاناة استمرت سنين وتيجي المعاناة الكبرى يجوز في نفسك سيف تخيلوا بقى بعد كل ده يا رب بعد كل ده اشوف بعنية الام ابني وقلبي يتقطع سيوف بتقطع في قلبي وانا اشوف ابني بيتألم قدامي المسيح كامل اللاهوت وكامل النسوت والعذراء انسان عاديه زينا خالص بيور لزينا في كل معاناتها كانسانه بدليل ان هي تقول تبتهج روحي بالله مخلصي فكرة الحته دي هختم بيها من حكمه الكنيسه الارثوذكسيه الكنيسه الكاثوليكيه ترفع العذراء فوق البشر تقول الحبل بلا دنس الكنيسه البروستانتيه تقول عليها ان هي اناء خدنا منه الحاجه ومبقاش ليه قيمه مختلفه عن الناس الكنيسه الارثوذكسيه تقول ان هي ايه؟ هي تفوق كل البشر في القداسه لكن هي انسانه هي مولوده زينا وتحتاج خلاص زينا الاباء يقولوا طب العذراء فين؟ العذراء ما راحتش لسه ملكوت السماوات لان ملكوت السماوات ما اتفتحتش لسه لسه الجيء الثاني ملكوت السماء يبقى العذراء هي انسانه لكن هي اقدس انسانه على مر العصور ودي حكمه الكنيسه القبطيه فالايتين اللي هي 47 48 في لوقا لوقا اثنين تقول ايه؟ وماذا منذ الان جميع الاجيال يبقى دي ترد على مين؟ على البروستانت اللي بتقول ايه؟ ان هي ان هي خدنا منه ايه؟ الحاجة المهمة ما بقاش ليه قيمة، أمال أنتوا بتطوبوا العذراء إزاي؟ إذا كان وزع منذ الآن جميع الأجيال تطوبني. الإكستريم التاني اللي بيقول هي فوق كل البشر هي الحبل بلا دنس تقول هي إيه؟ هو ده أنا مطابق تقول إيه؟ تبتهج روحي بالله مخلص يبقى إزاي هي حبل بلا دنس ومحتاجة مخلص؟ ننهي بالكلمة دي من حكمة وعمق الكنيسة الأرثوذكسية هي بتعمل البالانس ازاي نحن بنبص للكنيسه للست العذراء وفي كل صلواتنا بنتشفع بالست العذراء وفي نفس الوقت نبص لها على انسانه كامله الانسانيه زيها زي اي واحده مننا لانها المجد ابدا.